Have you ever noticed my tongue is huge? <laughs> no. They have a dead spoon. Huh? A dead spoon, I believe it's what's called in uh, speech therapy. Basically, my, my back of my tongue, I think it doesn't <clears throat> move. Really? Yeah, that's why ever once. What's so what does it? What is it? What is hard for you to say? Uh, have you not noticed that? Uh, yeah, million of things that I mispronounce. Like I can't yes. say. Yes, I can't say Gwet Wester Dwell. <laughs> Basically, I have Western. To- tra- so do you have problems with your R's? Yes, I can't roll my R's. I can't. Really? I can't roll my R's at all. R's are hard. Mm. I would not make a good pirate. I've never. I've. I mean, I've noticed a few times, but that's why I don't. You listen. saying crutch for crux is not a, an excuse. No, but I don't like listening to our podcast simply because I hear all crux. my all my yes. little things that I say. Uh, years. Of, I find them adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're my friend. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Yeah. And welcome back. Good evening, good listeners. We're back with our episode of Board Game Snobs. You sound very unsure. I'm very right unsure. Now. Well, I just realized that I, I had some notes of what we were going to talk about, and I just realized I can't find them. Oh uh, we're going to talk about Gravwell. We're going to talk about Arc, which is an older game, mm-hmm. racing game about uh, gravity wells. Or that's what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Interstellar the other day. Oh. Still makes me cry every time. And it feels like a hundred years passes every time I watch that film. It's a good show. It's okay. And we're going to watch Architects of the... We are going to watch it. West Kingdom. I'm going to watch it right now. Watch it, because I'd like to... Watch it played. Watch it played. By Rodney. Yeah, thank you, Rodney. Watch that show. Okay, I, that's I do, it for I, us. I do like it. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> watch that. All we do is promote other shows on our show. Uh, that's pretty much. Hey, I'm glad you brought that up because that's pretty much what I've noticed what? <laughs> uh, that a lot of podcasters and YouTube board gamers do. They're like, "Hey, so I played board games with this guy, and I played board games with this guy. Yeah, we don't play with anybody. We don't. We just kind of do our own thing. But uh, that's because we're different. Well, I don't know if it's because we're different or well, we're that different, we're, all right. we're just not popular. That I, that too, probably <laughs> all the above. <laughs> uh, although, remember we said hashtag Team Jerry or Team Gobby. Did some uh, no somebody hashtagged uh, Joji's wife hashtagged Team Jerry. She did. I believe her name is Denva. At least that's her IG name. Denva. Um, I like that name. I don't know if that is her name or if that's just like her IG name. But oh. I don't know if it's like a Bostonian can- trying to say Denver. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to Denver. That was not appropriate. But no. okay, <laughs> that's not appropriate. I don't know. You can't make fun of people from Boston. Oh, can you? Everybody makes fun of people from Boston. We are literally the opposite side of the world from Boston, so I guess we can. If you're Bostonian, I like your accent. Actually, email us and tell us <laughs> and, <laughs> and explain us and explain to me why that uh, old Ben Affleck can't do a Bostonian <laughs> accent. But he's supposed to be from there. He's not. He can be. Can't he be. is. Is he? That's the whole thing with him and Matt Damon. They're from Boston. That's the whole, uh, what was the show they wrote? I don't know. They write a bunch of stuff. No, the one, the first one. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. That was like them in Boston. That was the show. We're from Boston. They might as well name the movie We're from Boston. They couldn't name it Boston because of the band. Because <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Well, Denver, thank you very kindly. She's Team she, Jerry. She went Team Jerry. She's already a classy lady. 
I told you. I told you. No, everybody- this is the deal with I was. I, th- you you were saying on that last. Well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but you're like, oh, everybody likes you. They do. But you are the outgoing one. When I get in public, I clam up. You do clam up. But when people, here's the thing, though. Very shy. There's, it's like one of those, it's like one of those little charts that where the longer people stay, stay around me, the less they like me. It's like, a, whereas with you, it's just exact up. It's like the more time they spend with no. you, it's like, how better it gets. I get. What is Then this? I become less shy. What is this what we're drinking? Uh, this is some cheap bourbon. It's I went to Total Wine and More in Dallas. They had a large bottle for like twenty two dollars. I no purchased expense. it. I purchased <laughs> it. Now, actually, I had this in Knob Creek one twenty single barrel. Oh. A little, a little, whatever the seven fifty version. I don't know what that that's is. Knob Creek. I think that's a fifth. Yeah, it was like fifty something dollars. Oh. so it's either get a small amount, but it's a quality bourbon mm-hmm. that's very delicious, or get a gigantic amount. For way half the price. And the taste is uh, not quite as good, but hey. This is this is interesting. This is an interesting bourbon. This has a very uh this has a very nice uh equate brand taste to it. <laughs> <laughs> Chemical taste. Good like a uh, paint thinner. That's what I'm looking at. This is what I've discovered. Almost every bourbon tastes the same to me. Mm-mm. Mm. I mean, the, oh, no, give me there, a second. There, <laughs> there are some that are worse than others. Okay, no, oh, but, <laughs> no, feel the bad. No, I like that Knob Creek now. What? But well, yes. But all, do you want to pay seventy dollars, fifty dollars? Uh it depends. Like for right now, if the listeners haven't tuned in, about episode five of the board game snobs, we did a rule that where basically we weren't going to script anything or even plan ahead. And also, occasionally, we would shoot the podcast after we get off work. And generally, after we get off work, we like to rewind. Rewind? Rewind? And rewind and unwind with an adult beverage. And so, a lot of times during our podcast, you'll hear the... Clinking the of clinking ice. of ice. That is because we've just gotten off work. It's 5.15. Just envision a sophisticated drink. Sometimes it's in not the, sophisticated. In the hand of a sophisticated man. I, uh, envision that, because that is not what's happening. I just want you to envision that. Yes. We're sitting around the fireplace. Yes. Smoking our pipes. Smoke, got our... Uh, oh, Jerry. <laughs> let's discuss Gravwell, shall we? Uh, I say, old boy. It's a black hole. <laughs> it's a dark, well, much like my soul. Did, I you, did, did you ever see the black hole? Which one? It's a Disney movie. I have the not. 80s. No. The black hole. Is this called The Black Hole? It is a Disney movie from the 80s. It features robots that had these guns that were like horseshoes, kind of. Uh-huh. You've never, s- never seen okay. it. Okay, well. Well, well, well uh, interesting. To throw one out that I have watched from the 80s, which makes me think of another one. The Last Starfighter. You ever watched that? Oh, yeah. Love that yes, show. Yes, yes. When you said that, I just uh, that, that automatically made me think of old 80s oh. shows. Speaking of shows. Go ahead. And this merges into board gaming. Merge it. Segway. Merge. You say segue, I say merge. Merge. <laughs> um, merge. <laughs> merge. Merge. Everybody merge. That's a Brian Regan skit. Go ahead. Um, Black Mirror, a popular show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It kind of, it's usually a little rough. It's not really a family show, but uh, it's a sci-fi type futuristic show. I'm sure nearly everybody knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, apparently they just put out this one called Bandersnatch. It's a, I don't know how long it is, but I think it's almost like movie length. It's a choose your own adventure. 
Oh. Apparently, you're supposed to be able to be able to choose the direction of the movie. I had heard that talking about this. Really? But I just saw it on Twitter. I haven't looked it up for myself. I don't do any research. This could be completely untrue. But as of this moment, as of this evening, I believe it to be true. <laughs> Therefore, it is true in my mind you're at this moment. The, you're the Dan Rather of news right so, now. So, uh, yeah, an interactive movie, which is basically a choose-your-own-adventure. How would you feel about going and getting on, uh, whether it be Netflix or a movie theater, and doing something like that? It is choose-your-own-adventure. To me, that crosses over into a board game. I mean, not a board game, but a video game. And... I have several choose your own adventure books RPG, that I like, and there have been several video games that are story based where you choose, like Telltale Games has a line, mm-hmm. and those are truly the only video games that I I particularly play are just the ones that are like you're you're telling a story. For instance, and this is board game related, I will merge this. There you go. Uh, Pillars of the Earth. They have a video game out that tells the story of Pillars of the Earth. I am reading Pillars of the Earth. Have you made it any further? I'm like page two fifty. Wow. Oh, it's good. Is that a third of the way through? It's 1,000 pages, so I'm a quarter of the way. quarter of the way through. Uh, well, I played the video game, and the video game is very – it's it's good. I highly recommend it. If you don't want to read 1,000 pages, uh, get on steampower.com and get Pillars of the Earth, the video game. Huh. It's just a nice, brief story, and it was really touching. And, it, it, and I don't know if it matches up well with the book. But the book has so far been different, but it gives the same flavor. And so I don't mind that there's different uh, ways of telling a narrative, telling a story, and Choose Your Own Adventure is one of them. But uh, I, I mean, it's a novelty, but I, I don't really care, too. Just tell me the story. I want to sit back, relax, and be told, not have to think about which path I want to choose. Quick, quick question. Does it bother you when a story ends ambiguously, or do you like everything tied up? I like it tied up. I do, too. I don't I, like ambiguous. I don't like the whole, what if they lived or what if they did this? I like Inception I, bothered me. Uh, no, it didn't bother me because I, I know what it was. <laughs> so, oh, so you did? Yes, I do. How do you know? Because I know. Who told you? I, nobody told me. Figured it out. Oh. I always thought this. What? Uh, you ready for this? You ready for dun, 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 uh, dun, Listeners, dun. just don't. Just, just turn this off so you don't have to listen to this. Your mind's not blown. <laughs> Uh, about oh, an, about the hour mark into the film, where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's char- character goes to India and meets with the chemist, and they test the drug uh-huh. that they're going to use. Uh-huh. He never comes out of it. He tests that drug, and the rest of the film is him. The dream and dream. It was all a dream. My heart's broken if that's true. Yeah, well, go ahead. Visit. It was all a dream. It was not real. It was not real. Now, did you come up with that on your own, or have you seen that? No, elsewhere? I've watched it. I've watched it, and I. Anytime I watch something that there's a particular dream sequence, I'm waiting for that. that Because I was expecting at the end of the show for it to go back and be like, ah, he wakes up. Or, ah, you remember this? But it didn't do it. But I like that ambiguous ending. But deep in my heart, I know he was still asleep. Well, now that sucks. Well, well, you can interpret it differently. I don't like ambiguous endings. Well. I like definitive endings. Okay. Segway. Merge. I want to Christopher hard- Nolan. Inception. Interstellar, Gravwells, <laughs> merge complete. That was a hard merge. Oh, that. Oh, what? There's your. I'm always thinking up terms for for good action mer- movies. Hard merge. Hard. It's merge. like a driver, like like a like a truck driver just who's always having to merge. People? Merge in the lane. <laughs> Starring just, Gabby Moraga. Hard merge. The man who doesn't use a blinker in a world without yield signs. <laughs> hard merge. Hard merge. <laughs> oh. Spin- <laughs> that 
That's a good one. I like it. Uh, I watched uh, Pacific. Okay, we're going no, to go no, out of the merge. No, no, <laughs> we're going out no, of the merge. stop! I don't hear. No, hey, look, you've already you brought up movies, and that's my favorite thing. To stop! Talk about. Stop! Next stop! Board games. Next time we'll talk about how you bored me to death. Tell me the intricacies of Pacific. Bored Pacific. you to death. Board games, movies. Specific Rim Two. I want specific talk- Rim. <laughs> yes, there's a rim I'm looking for, and it's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> Gravwell, okay. Gravwell, yes. the rim of the gravity well. So in Gravwell, you are these spaceships that have been sucked into like this black holeish looking Gravwell thing. Wasn't it the singularity? It's the singularity. It's not, and it circles out in a fashion to where you're trying to basically slingshot yourself out of the Gravwell. I mm-hmm. guess if this was Star Trek, you'd be going back in time and wind yes, up in the seventies. You would. Uh, 80s. But, but during the game, at the beginning of the game, the at the beginning of the game, each player uh, kind of drafts from this pool of cards that are splayed out in front of you. And these cards are very interestingly they're numbered and they're lettered. And the number is how many spaces your your ship will move, and the letter is which card will activate first. All the players put their card down face down in front of them. They flip them over, so the A card would go first all the way down to Z. Here's the catch, and I love it that this game has this. Difficult little catch. <laughs> Your ship will go that many spaces, that many numbers, towards the closest object. So, for instance, if my card is an A and it has a number 8 on it, it's going to activate, obviously, first. But if I'm ahead of the pack, ahead of the other uh, spaceships, I'm going to go backwards eight spaces. You have to go four. to the nearest ship. The nearest ship, the nearest object. And there's some derelict ships out there that you kind of utilize to get a hold of. So, it's like... Gravity's playing a part. You're trying to pull yourself closer into these other objects. And so you only have one chance each round to emergency stop yourself, like if you really mess up. Mm-hmm. And so basically you get one mulligan each round. You have to play your hand up. I believe it's six cards or eight cards, is it? Six. Uh, throughout the round. I think. And it's just fascinating because... There we go. Fascinating. Fascinating. And this is why I have been looking... Take like f- a shot every time you have fascinating... <laughs> I would never make it through the show. Can I read a podcast from the floor? <laughs> That's fascinating. Uh, hey. No. No Harry Carey. Harry Carey here. No, stop. It's been a while. <laughs> if the moon was made, stop. So you're going to lead us down this I path. I love gravity. Keep me grounded. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, all the racing games I've looked for. To find. Like, I did not like, uh, what's the Tour de France one? Framluge. Framluge. I did not like it. It was somewhat boring to me. I think you said Framluge. Yes. It's like the Moulin Rouge, but on fire. Framluge. Uh, Luging. That would be a fun game. (laughs) The Flaming Luge. (laughs) Uh, I didn't really like it. Downforce, I enjoyed. It was very light. It was light. But it's light. Camel Up is interesting. It it was, it's like a family game. It's more of a betting game. Yeah, and I like betting games. It's fun. But it wasn't really much on racing. Uh, the one I... Uh, oh, the the one that most people refer to... Well, I guess Flame Rouge now, but no, still is the... Day. Day. Formula D. Formula D. And you had that. And you didn't like it. Uh, no, because I tried it with 10 people one time, oh. and it's like forever slow, and it's not quite as exciting as you think it is, and it's got a runaway leader problem. Mm, formula just, dull. <laughs> formula duh. Burn. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we're the first to do that. Anyways, Gravwell, my favorite racing game. 
Wow. It's being labeled. Uh, yeah, I've, I've contacted the distributor and said, you can go ahead and put Jerry's favorite racing game on it, on the sticker on the box, if you wow. like. I haven't heard back. <laughs> Uh, but it was And they so, replied with Who's Jerry? Who's Jerry? Uh it was good. And you replied back with, Oh, they'll know soon. They'll know the soon. The day will come. Hard merge. <laughs> Hard merge too. No breaks. Okay, so uh we gotta stop that. I too liked Gravwell. You did? Yes. It was very fun. Very quick, very it, there is strategy in it, but it's also like it's almost like a bluffing game. You're trying to think of what the other person's doing. Uh, I tweeted about it. The designer liked my tweet. What? Mr. Corey Young. The thing that makes me laugh about Gravwell is that it really is the ships flying by each other. <laughs> I think all of a sudden one <laughs> of them slingshotting backwards. And so slingshot like engaged. All of a sudden you're like speeding by somebody and in the next second you're going, whoa. <laughs> going, whoa. It's like that Doppler effect. Doppler We got cracked up so hard playing that game. It was fun. And we played it with four, and it was fun. And I would play it with five. It's a good time. And it was kind of solo. I don't know how you would solo that. I guess it would have a dummy ship, probably. Okay. But I'm I'm sold on Gravwell. Like, that's a game that I think I would want to play. It's it's light enough that I would play that with just regular people. Oh, regular. It's not, 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 that, that not very snobs. snobbish. You know, like, you know. The, I play it with the peasants the, of the group. Yes. Would you like to play a game of Gravwell? It sounds. Peasants. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like it's so, it's so, it's so complicated, but no, it's not. It's not as it's very. It's snot. It's snot. It's very snot. <laughs> it's very snot. It's uh, very easy. It's easy. Mm. I mean, it's e- the the rules are easy. Figuring out what everybody's doing is not so easy. Oh, you said this bourbon's called Black Eagle? Black Eagle. Oh. Mm. Feel the burn of the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> In the world. In the world. The Flam Eagle. Um, but Gravwell gets my seal of approval. It's an older game, though. Board Game Snobs approved. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't? I haven't. I think our last several, Everdale, Coimbra... Zolkin, like we haven't liked anything in a while. Really? Speaking of things we don't like. Architects? Yeah. Oh. And it makes me sad. Shim Phillips, the guy who does uh Oh Shim. Shim. Close to Shimp. Shimp. You were wrong. I was Around r- the World in a Daze is that Joe Dorita. He was the third one that came in on the Three Stooges. It was Curly Howard, brother of Moe. Curly, Larry, and Moe were the originals. Then Shemp came in. I think he was a cousin. Joe Dorita was in the movie you liked. And they tried to recreate him into another Curly. Oh, they did, didn't they? And yep. you were so positive. Curly Joe. You were so positive. I would have sworn I had it to, was. I had to get, I had to get he died in 93 Who? of pneumonia. Joe, Joe Dorita? Joe Dorita. Uh-huh. I'm looking him up right now. I mean, how old was he? Uh, I don't know, but he was buried in Valhalla Memorial Park. <laughs> Segway! Because Shim did Raiders of the North Sea. He did. There you a go. That is, that's how you segue. I'm sorry. Merge. No. That's how you yes, hard merge. Yeah. Hard merge in a world. So, Architects of the West Kingdom. Uh, I don't know how to put into words why I don't like it. It is a game that does nothing special. Well, that's one way to put it. It is. Very- I don't know how to put into words. Let me just put it into words. It does nothing special. <laughs> I like how this sounds so humble. I don't know how to do this, but I'm about to exactly do what I said I don't know go. how to do. Done. All right. Next subject. Architects of the West Kingdom. You basically have a handful of workers. 
20 to be exact. You place one out in this area and it gives you one wood. And the next time, if you place another guy there, you have two workers, so you get two wood. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the mechanism that it uses. That You calculate how many workers you have when you put that spot the down. Multiplier effect. Uh, the one little catch does with his worker placement is that there's this one spot that you can go to that you can round up other people's workers and put them in jail. Yeah. And make some money off of it. It's very gimmicky. Like, it doesn't really affect the game too it much. It didn't really affect me. Uh I won the and game. you did it, like, once or twice? I held your people hostage. I didn't take them to the prison. Yeah. I just held Enrique them. Enrique did it. He I held them in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I basically stole your meeples <laughs> and said, they put the lotion on or they get the hose. <laughs> uh, I you know, didn't, sell them, didn't sell them anywhere. But I won the game without buying any cards, uh, any character cards. Yeah. And it was just very. You ran up the uh, cathedral track. Which I was reading. I'm still, you know. Pillars of the Earth. So that was on my mind, which is basically what you're doing. You're building a cathedral. I didn't like it. It was fine. But it's one that when I played it, when I was about halfway through it, I knew I'm not going to want to play this game again. Like, I'm fine with it. And to my chagrin, is that even a word? Yes, it is. Everybody seems like they love it. Uh, Yeah. And I don't know why. It's very basic. It is. And it's very just meh. It's like on everybody's top list of 2018. Well, it's not on my top list. I think people get in Shim. While I, I love, love Raiders North Sea. Thank you, Shim. Uh, so he has that going for him. And so people, I guess, want to like his games. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a fine game, but it's another one of those like Everdale. Go here, go here, collect that, collect that, buy this. Go here, go here, collect that, collect that, buy this. It's like you said, it does nothing special. The little special thing is the multiplier effect, or you can arrest them. But that didn't even really affect the game. That cathedral track seems overpowered to me. I don't know if that's just me. Might be just you. But, I mean, we played it. And that's the deal. We played it once. We played it three-player. Maybe it gets better. I want to play it solo. I enjoy these games solo. Raiders of North Sea, I enjoy very much solo. They have a good solo deck, like an Automa deck. But uh, no, I was bored. I was ready to quit halfway through. And I, was I kept bored. it going. I kept it going. Jerry kept it going because it. he was winning. I was winning, and that's important to me. But nah, Raiders versus Architects get Raiders uh, every step uh, of the way. I will say this. Raiders so far has been the pinnacle of Shim Phillips' design. I do like his. And I, that's uh, even including the, like, the shipwrights and those other ones no, those that come out. Good. Like. Those are universally like they're not as good as Raiders. No, no, Raiders is the pinnacle of his design, and it's it's good because he takes a mechanic. So far, he may design something. Well, that he, beats uh, it. his Kickstarter is coming out in March, I think, of 2019 for Paladins of the West Kingdom. So, uh, yeah, Nat, hard pass on Architects. It's very basic Renegade games and Shin Phillips, but sorry, nah. nah. Sorry. Uh, the other one we were going to talk about was an old one, a throwback. One of my favorites throwback. that was on one of my top ten. A new segment. Throwback. Let's make that a segment. Why do, you know, I kind of figured out why people make segments. As I'm editing our podcast, yeah. it makes it way easier it to is. edit. It's like, this isn't a throwback section. Whenever we just do stuff like in one show about one thing and don't have any segments... And we like have to do some, or we, 
I have to do some heavy editing. You do some excellent editing, by the way. 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 Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I like that. I like our cold openings that you, you do. Those I are like the, my them. favorite part of the show. <laughs> like, so you turned uh, off after the introduction. Yeah, pretty much. After Nigel. After Nigel, <laughs> and, I was like, and I'm off. done. Yeah, we just need the downloads. We don't need everything else. You don't have to listen. Yeah, download. Yeah, tell your friends just download. <laughs> they don't have to listen. We just need hundreds and thousands of downloads. But segments are helpful. Yeah. So, like, you can break into segments, then you can, like, just edit something else in there. So now, for our throwback segment, go Jerry. Gates of the Little Yang. I think that was, like, my number eight or nine on my top ten list back last year. Yeah. Gates of the Little Yang is the only UA Rosenberg game I like. The newest version was put out by TMG Games. Gates of the Little Yang is a very boring theme you are selling vegetables at the gates of the loyang and the game starts off where you're given this little deck of i believe it's like eight cards that are your field cards and that's how you time the game your little card flips over and this is the fields that you have available to plant various vegetables there's like five or six different types of vegetables and there's some light card drafting at the beginning between the players where you're drafting these cards. Actually, it's like an offering. You have cards and you lay it down in the front of the group and they can pick up cards uh, from that area. It's it's very odd kind of card drafting, basically. But after that, the whole crutch of the game is you trying to fulfill orders. I said crutch instead of cruts. Crux. Cruts. C-R-U-X. The crutches? I think it's C-R-U-X. It is C-R-U-X. It's the crutch of the game. But I have a speech impediment. I think our listeners. What, is, what specifically is your impediment, if I may ask? Uh, it is I have a thick tongue. Have you ever noticed my tongue is huge? <laughs> no. They have a dead spoon. Huh? A, a dead spoon, I believe it's what's called in uh, speech therapy. Basically, my, my back of my tongue, I think it doesn't move. Really? Yeah, that's why I ever once. What's so what does it? What is it? What is hard for you to say? Uh, have you not noticed that? Uh, yeah, million of things that I mispronounce. Like I can't. Yes. say Yes, I can't say wet western dwell. <laughs> Basically, I have Western. To- tra- so, do you have problems with your R's? Yes, I can't roll my R's. I can't. Really? I can't roll my R's at all. R's are hard. Mm. I would not make a good pirate. I've never. I've. I mean, I've noticed a few times, but that's why I don't. You listen- saying crutch for crux is not a, an excuse. No, but I don't like listening to our podcast simply because I hear all crux. my all my yes. little things that I say. Uh, years. Of- I find them adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> This is why you're my friend. I wish you'd buy better bourbon. (laughs) Well, feel free to bring some. Oh, man, that is giving me a headache, man. That is some rough stuff. I'm pretty pretty sure you just... Oh. Uh, I'll be honest. I just put some brown dye and some rubbing I'm pretty sure that's what that is, is that you just got some... It's not. Now, see, you would have never known. I saw paternal alcohol in there. (laughs) You would have never... Wait, what? What? I said paternal. I thought it was isopropyl. I think you're right. I think rubbing alcohol. No, you're right. Isopaterinol is a as a uh, heart medication. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cubby, you've been reading. No, I've been drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Tight spot, boys. Oh. Alcohol. Gates of Loyang. Just kidding. Where you sell vegetables to these uh, various people. So you take a customer. And this is what I like about it. I'm also out of breath freshener. You. <laughs> You've got your Listerine. That's my favorite. Get some Listerine cranberry juice. Uh, you've got uh, you've got your little board 
where you draft cards that are your customers. And so you have two types of customers. You have a regular customer that you have a regular customer that each round will come and demand these two certain vegetables. And every time you fulfill that order, you get X amount of money. Well, the regular customers so if demanding. You're demanding. And it's I hard. demand radishes <laughs> radishes give me your radishes now but if you don't give it to them they get mad so temperamental and then you have casual customers that just come in wanting random hey, things and you what just, you got bro you just feel that <laughs> i'll take those radishes if you got them dude so of course the casual customers don't get mad they don't get upset when you no. don't have the, the wheat that, or melons no that, you, way, that you need just whenever you get a chance but they're worth less oh Worthless? Yes, they don't pay as much because they're casual. Uh, hey, will you take a fiver for those radishes? No, my radish. I will give you twenty, but I demand them now. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much that's pretty much how the game goes. And uh -oh. so you're managing resources basically, and having to plant vegetables and know which vegetables are going to grow each season. And so that's those are the vegetables that are going to be in your cart, and those are the vegetables you're going to have to trade and to sell. And it's just. I don't know why I don't hear more people talk about Gates of Little Yang because to me Because it's an era of cult of the new. I, it is it is probably one of the best Euro games. I'm looking at our shelf trying to find a Euro game. Uh, there, there, are, there are some great Euro games out there, but Gates of Little Yang Especially well, Uwe games. Uwe Uwe Uwe? Uwe Uwe. I don't know. Mr. Rosenberg. That's the best of his games. It's probably in your it's, opinion. In my opinion, it's okay. Speak. I don't like La Havre. I don't I've like never played much. any of those others. Don't like them. Based on your recommendation, which you, you'd be smart to follow, your team Jerry. Cave <laughs> hashtag team Jerry. Hey, yeah, K versus Cave. I owned. Literally never played it. <sighs> yeah. I left it here one day. Jerry played it. Said, "Oh, it's terrible. Get I rid of it." On it, <laughs> it was bad. Yes, uh, Jerry hates Agricola. I don't hate it. It's just, yeah, okay. You could say hate it. Yeah, you, you don't like it. it. Every time. You could say hate it. Yeah. Caverna. So, therefore, because of Agricola, you don't want to play a Caverna. You had La Havre, the same thing. Yeah. You didn't like it either. I want to play Glass Road. I haven't got to play it. That's the one about blowing glass. Yeah. But Uwe Rosenberg game. The one that's always... Oh, wait. No, it's kind of hard to get. It's kind of hard to get. But Gates of Loyang is readily accessible, I believe. I think it's easy to find. And I highly recommend if you are... All right. Here's the thing. Here we go. Forget about Architects of the West Kingdom. Okay. Gates of Loyang has a solo that is really good. Okay. It plays well with two players. It plays well with three players. It plays well with four players. It doesn't slow down. It does take a little bit. The rules... Are kind of the rule book is kind of just it's not laid out right. I'm like that's some problem I have with UA Rosenberg games. Sometimes his rule books just look a little weird, but it is accessible. I learned it. I enjoyed it. Learned it. Uh, so why don't you just do yourself a favor? Okay. Skip out on Architects of the West Kingdom. Okay. Go track you down Gates of Lo Yang. Where's it at? Uh, it's at your mama's house. Oh, and if that don't, oh. if and if you're looking for something lighter, something funner, something just racing wise, grab well. Those Let's are the two games. Gates of Lo Yang was the top ten game for me. Lo Yang, and it is still holding up, baby. It's on Amazon for a mere one hundred ninety nine dollars. It's worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs>
Are you kidding me? Is it that out of print? Uh, let me check cool check stuff cool real stuff quick. Check cool stuff real fast. Gates of Loyang. Gates of Logans. How about that? There's no Gates, gates of, of Logans. Logan. So it's like people standing outside selling steaks. <laughs> is that what that is? Hey, Logan. No, I typed in Logan that time. Gates of Loyang. Uh, out of stock. It's cool stuff. Okay. So apparently it's not anywhere. Yeah, it was selling. So you're recommending a game that is out of print. Okay, well, it was on Miniature Market so for $42, but it, it it's out of stock. Uh, so sadly, Gates of Loyang is going to be hard if to If you want to buy our copy, send us $200. It's yours. No. <laughs> Wait, what? No. Would you not sell it for $200? You know it's going to come back in print. $200. Okay. I will tell Jerry it's lost. You send me $200. It's on the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, love Gates of Loyang. Say, it's around here somewhere, Jerry. Well. Oh, it is. I'm going to reminisce about Gates of Loyang, but our next upcoming episodes are going to be about Treasure Island, which I see Gobby has bought, which looks like a lot of interesting fun. Chronicles of Crime. Uh, what? What? Oh, of Narnia. Yeah, I get it. I get your SNL reference. I'm cool. <laughs> Speaking of cool. As I raise the palms of my hands <laughs> to the roof. Yeah, I'm You're cool. You're so white right now. What? No, what? No. You and your gorgeous hair. <sighs> I always look at your hair. Why is that? I look at it with envy. Well, it's because you. you no, nah, I don't. Take, I shaved mine down. Let me tell you something weekend. about Gabby Moraga. I'll tell you something about Hello. Gabby. Let me tell you something about Gabby. Back in the day, if you look at his high school picture, <laughs> his wife. I asked his wife one That's time. Sad to say that. I know. I know. I asked his wife like, "Why did you marry him? Like, what was it about him?" And she shows me a picture, and it was like, "Is that a young Keanu Reeves?" <laughs> it's like. Black, thick head of hair, comb back. She says, "Yeah, he was. He was a. He was a Ed, handsome man." Logan. I said, "Really?" She says, "Oh yeah." And I was like, "Man!" And that's this. You know, lets if, you know that time gets us all. <laughs> time is up. Well, yeah. If only we could cuss on this podcast. We can't. I, I would curse out time. You can't curse out time. Why you not? Can steam time. That's about the same. <laughs> Uh, another game, uh, Steam Time Free Review. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. For beginner. It's okay. It's just um, your crystals. Oh, speak. Okay. Speaking of which, go ahead. Uh, actually, completely unrelated. <laughs> this is not a hard H- merge. Hard merge. Uh, we. I posted on Board Game Geek. What would you like us to review? Talk mm-hmm. about. We got a few entries uh, about the links of our podcast. Who's griping about the length of our podcast? They're not griping. They said it, it's a it's a it's a commendation. They would like to hear more. Uh, Mister David says, "Ditto request for longer durations. Your collective wisdom cannot be contained in a mere half hour." Uh, so Mr. we need to push for at least forty five minutes. As Paul would want us to talk about some things here, who posted on the guild, Paul. Uh, What's he want us to talk? He want to talk about. Oh, okay, he named some games that he wanted us to try to give. Uh, okay. All right. So some of these games are ones that I actually are after. For instance, through the ages, I have on our shelf, and and we've had on our shelf. We've had on our shelf for quite some time. We've had on our shelf for many ages. <laughs> Madeira. I've been wanting to play Madeira. Uh, I don't know. That's super heavy. That's like the. Uh, Is it he- out of print? No, it's like the heavy cardboard guys. They love Madeira. Uh, Brass, which we love. Doesn't she make lots of movies with Tyler Perry? <sighs> That's Medea. 
Got that? Well, man, I'm getting all your references. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. It's this Black Eagle has got me. Got me going. Uh, food chain magnate, which was. Uh, oh, sorry, who's no. that? Paul. Paul. Sorry, Paul. Uh, food we chain magnate like- to me was one of the biggest overblown games of the century and uh, people get mad when you call it a uh deck builder deck builder so but, don't I do mean, that the uh, basically you're making your cards you have in your hand stronger and then playing them later yeah seems very deck builder ish dominant species i've been wanting to play dominant species for some time it's a gmt game with little cones and the cubes and oh, your right. i want to play that and that's one I've that I'm, I'm hoping to at one day. Maybe at BGG, I'd like to find somebody that knows how to play how that game. How long is your list for BGG it's to be played games? Miles long. Like, we'll, we won't have enough time. But that's all right. Oh, we're going to be at BGG in May. And so if you're going to be there at BGG in May and you want to see us, uh, look for the fat bald <laughs> look man. Look for Laurel and Hardy. Look for Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> the big fat guy. I'll be yelling and probably wearing a shut up and sit down shirt. I will have some uh, Darkwing Duck or something on. I like your Darkwing Duck shirt. Uh, well, if you grew up with Darkwing Duck, you cannot not like Darkwing Duck. That's, that's how I feel. He's the Batman of ducks. <laughs> what else needs to be said? The Batman of if ducks. If you were to choose a cool duck, it would be the Batman of ducks. Well, well, so you don't like Scrooge? I, mean, I don't really yes. like him either. My favorite duck. He's just always angry. All right, my favorite duck. There is a reboot. Of DuckTales. Yeah. There you go. And it's it's pretty I good. I liked I liked I liked Duck uh, uh my favorite duck was the guy that was the pilot. What was his uh, name? Oh what was the duck's the pilot? The original was Gyro. Is it Gyro? Gyro. Yeah, it was Is Gyro. Is that him? That's him. I like Gyro. On the in the DuckTales from the eighties no, I guess it's nineties. Yeah. He was the one that had like a a wheel that propelled him. Yeah. Yeah, and a hat. A little hat. Yeah, yeah I like Gyro. I also liked, uh, what's his face? Let's talk about Disney cartoons of the 90s. That's not. This, Let's this, do it. This black Tailspin, evil. never watched it. Liked it. With Yogi, no, not Yogi. It was based Baloo. Baloo. Never watched it. It was like the Indiana Jones cartoon. Yeah. Never watched it. You didn't watch it? I, for some reason, you it didn't it. appeal to me. You missed it. I watched Rescue Rangers. Loved it. I watched DuckTales. Which is Magnum P.I. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Monterey Jacks the name. Yeah. Jesus, the game. It was. It was. It was Magnum PI, Indiana Jones, and uh, uh, what's his face? What's his face? Uh, Crocodile Dundee. Oh yeah, that's what it was. They just took everything that you loved. Uh, and Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. I came home at three thirty every day after school and turned on whatever channel that was, WGN or something. After the Cubs game, hey. Hey everybody <laughs> Stay tuned for DuckTales And that's what I would watch Yep Those like two hours of cartoons uh, And you know what They don't have that these days Simpler times Back in my day So old now Yeah Um. Well we're not quite at 45 minutes No this is as far as I can stretch it <laughs> Come on No 45 and do it for Paul I can't do it for Paul Paul I want to man But I can't Come on. I can't. Next time on uh, on a Board Game Snobs. Next time on Board Game we're Snobs. We're going to talk about games. Jerry. Unless, unless, because uh, we got to get off here to play Arboretum. I've been dying to play Arboretum okay, for like two fine. years. Paul, we're going to have to get off here and play Arboretum. 
We love oh. y'all. We thank you, Joe G and Joe G's wife who loves me. Keep strong. Denver. Denver. Hey, yes. back to Ken. Haven't you? That's Denver. Her, that's not her name. I don't think that's her name. It's okay. proper handle. It might not be. Either way. Let us know your name. And I'm. So, uh, please tell me we didn't offend you because we're you stupid. All right. Number one, you can't offend people from Boston. That's absolutely. <laughs> that's against that. That's, that's not how it goes. Their, their skin is so thick. Mm. There what's, you go. What's that supposed to mean? They just are. They're thick skinned. Is, am I thick skinned? No, you're thick everywhere else. <laughs> but you're not <laughs> thick skinned. How dare you? Thick boned. <laughs> this is Jerry. I'm Gabby. I have y'all had a nice day. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.